0: i back in the saddle again. Out where a friend is a friend. Where the long will have a down the road. And back in the battle again. Welcome to the Melody Ranch Christmas Party with Dean Autry. Yes, sir, your friendly local merchant who sells and displays healthful, refreshing, delicious double mint chewing gum. I invite you to meet all the folks here at Melody Ranch. Johnny Bunn, the Cass County Boys, the Pinafores, Carl Kopner, and yours truly, Lou Crosby. And right now, here's our Millardy Ranch Santa Claus himself, America's favorite cowboy, Gene Autry. Well, thank you very, very much Lou Crosby. Howdy, folks. Well, here it is, just four days until Christmas, and since we won't be able to celebrate with a lot of you, on that day we thought that it'd kind of be nice to have our Christmas party this Sunday. So, boys... What do you say? We start things off by dedicating our first song to the little fat man in the bright red suit. Yes, sir, kids. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus right down Santa Claus Lane. Blixel and and all his rangers pulling on the reins. Bells are ringing children singing. Oh, it's merry inside. So hang your stockings and say your prayers call Santa Claus comes tonight. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus lane. He's got a bag that's filled with toys for boys and girls again. Hear those play bells jingle jangle. Oh, what a beautiful sight. So jump in bed and cover your head cause Santa Claus comes tonight. <laughs> Right down Santa Claus Lane He'll come around when time bring out That it's Christmas morn again Peace on earth will come to all If we just follow the light So let's give thanks to the Lord above. all Santa Claus comes tonight Here comes Santa Claus Here comes Santa Claus Right down Santa Claus Lane And here comes Lou Crosby right behind him. I uh, I hope that little fat man in the bright red suit does right for yours truly. Say, that reminds me, Lou. uh, I don't believe you've said what you want for Christmas. Oh, I don't have to say, partner. Good old Santa knows I want my presents Western style. Uh, confidentially, Gene, instead of stockings at the fireplace, I'm uh, hanging up shaps with the seams sewn together. You know, more room for the swell saddles and spurs and ten gallon hats I'm going to get. Oh, well, that sure sounds like a Western Christmas to me, Lou. Oh, but that's not all. Besides that, I'm asking for all Santa can get me of that grand old Melody Ranch favorite, Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. Now, if there's a gift that's more in your line, Lou. But now that it's right before Christmas. Let's keep the record straight for a second. It's delicious double mint gum, it's top favorite Melody Ranch with everyone but you. So I'm hoping old Fanny doesn't forget me when he starts passing out double mint. It's mild mint flavor is always a refreshing treat. Christmas or any day. And that pleasant chewing helps the fellow's digestion after those hearty holiday meals. Now, Lou, time for another song. A song that no Christmas party at Melody Ranch would be complete without. Boy, Christmas tree and start wrapping the presents we bought, huh? Hey, Johnny, suppose you wrap up that electric train for some There's track. Here comes old number 999 again. Come on, Mr. Favon. I need more steam. Hey, wait just a minute. Wait a minute. Now, slow down that sonny boy. Turn off that train. Okay. All out for Marietta, Oklahoma. Now, get that train wrapped and put Jamie Freeman's name on it. I'll be back here in a second. Uh, here, I'll help you, Johnny. Don't touch that engine, Lou. She's got lots of steam. Hey, this thing's all right. How do you make it go, anyway? Well, don't let Autry know, but there's the S-W-I-T-C-H right there. Oh, God. Well, let's uh, let's give it just one more time around the track, and then we'll wrap it up. All right, let's okay. hey! hey, what is this? What is this? Am I going to have to run you two out of the room? Hey, right, okay, have you tickets. The train been... for man. Okay. no man? No. There you Train. Come on, stop it. There's a cow on the track. <laughs> say, where's the switch? Ah, right over there. All right, you two. Mm-hmm. You wrap the other things. I'll take care of this train myself. Always somebody to spoil the fun. Come on, little Okay. Hey, uh, Johnny, by the way, what are you giving me for Christmas, Annie? You really want to know? Sure, sure. Okay. Close your eyes. All right. Yes, they're closed. What do you see? Nothing. That's it. <laughs> attitude for you. I got you a pair of bookends. Bookends? Good. That's the only part of the books I read anyway. <laughs> <laughs> What's all the commotion over there? I don't I know. Wait. Let's go find out. Okay. What? All right, pair of the track there, you love. Have your tickets ready. Come on, Mr. Fireman. I need more steam. I knew it. I knew it. He just wanted to get me away from there so he could have that train for himself. Oh, well. Once a kid, always a kid, they <laughs> say. Hey, boys and girls. While A-U-T-R-Y is over there playing with a T-R-A-I-N, why don't we all get together and sing a couple of songs, you know, western style. Oh, sure. All sure. right, there give us the key and let's get going. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is. like that, they wouldn't like turkey and fruitcake. Now, I'd like to sing a song that spells Christmas to grown-ups and kids alike. And even though you've never seen snow falling outside a frosted window, or heard the sound of sleigh bells on a cold wintery night, you can still dream of a snow-covered valley the a pine, just to the pine trees that glisten in the moon. You can because this song will tell you how. that means peace and goodwill among men. But you know, sometimes some of us forget it. We don't mean to, but we do. And so I have a hunch that this story may help us to remember. About eight years ago, long before I bought my melody's answer, Mark Daniels and his daughter, Ellen, lived down the road shortly. As the story was told to me, Ellen fell in love, ran off from home and married against her father's wishes. The old man was mighty bitter. He his only daughter he used to forgive her for what she'd done. Well, weeks passed into months and months into years and Mark Daniels became a sour, crabby, unhappy old man with mighty few interests in life. Then one day, four years ago, he received a letter from a lawyer in the east, Telling of his daughter's death and her last wish was that her five-year-old daughter be sent to her grandfather. I guess it was just about the 1st of December when Mark and his housekeeper, Mrs. Park, went down to the train to meet Susan. That looks like her now, Mark. Little girl with a red coat. Here we are, honey. Over here. Over stop shouting. Here. The woman, stop shouting. The child sees Oh, Fred, I'm so glad to see you. Well, all right, all right, all right, child. Come on, come on. It's time to go home. Oh, don't you want me to hug you next and get you No, 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 no. That, uh, that won't be necessary. All right, all right, Luella. Bring her along. Y-
1: yes, Mark. Come along, Susan, honey. But I want to go with grandpa. Well, he's going with us, too. Yes, but I want to walk with him. Young lady,
0: you'll do as you're told to do. And the sooner you learn that, the better off you'll be. Now take Mrs. Spark's hand and come along. And that was the kind of welcome little Susan got from her grandfather. Well, a couple of weeks went by, and no one saw either Mark or the little girl. By this time, Christmas was only a week away, so I decided it would be the neighborly thing to do, to call at the Daniels Ranch and invite Susan to a kind of pre-Christmas party we were having at Melody Ranch for all the kids in our section. Howdy, Miss Bart. Mark at home? No, he ain't, but I'm expecting him soon. Want to come in and wait for him? Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. You're looking mighty well. Huh? flattery ain't gonna get you nowhere, Jean Autry Besides, I'm too busy to listen to all that much Just you go on in the other room and have a seat And mind you, keep your feet off the sofa Hello Well, hello there, young lady
1: What's your name?
0: My name's Jean. What's yours?
1: Susan, do you like it?
0: Why, oh, I sure do Say, that's a mighty pretty dress you wear oh,
1: Thank you Do you know my grandpa? Mm-hmm,
0: sure do Do you
1: live around here?
0: Oh, not very far away just over that hill you see out the window.
1: Do you have a little girl?
0: No, but I wish I did. Say, tell me, uh, are you ready for Santa Claus, Susan? Well,
1: no, sir. You see, Santa Claus doesn't come to see boys and girls
0: out here. Oh, is that so? Who told you that?
1: Grandpa. He says I'll get what I need anyway. Oh, I see. But I don't want anything. I just want Santa Claus to come see me. Well,
0: what do you want here, Audrey? Well, hello, Mark. Why well, I came to talk about Susan. Yeah. What do you want to know about Susan?
1: Oh, we were talking about Santa Claus, Grandpa. Now,
0: look here, Artie. I ain't going to allow no such nonsense to be discussed around this young'un. I wouldn't exactly call a child's Christmas nonsense, That's huh? what I call it. I raised one daughter with all them crazy ideas, and I ain't aiming to see this kid out the way she did. All right, Mark. It's your business. And I'll not interfere in your affairs. Yeah, good, good. Just see that you don't. Now, if that's all, I'll say goodnight. Good night. <laughs> Well, that was that. I felt sorry for little Susan. Her mother must have told her all about Christmas and Santa Claus. And yet, here she was in a strange world among strange people who were trying to teach her that such beliefs were nonsense. Anyway, a few days later, Champ and I happened to be riding by the Daniels place when I noticed little Susan out front swinging on the gate. Hi, Jean. Well, hello there, Susan. How are you today?
1: Oh, it's fine, thank you. Gosh. That sure's a pretty
0: horse. What's his name? Why, well, this is Champion, Susan. Champ, say howdy to Susan.
1: Oh, hello, Champ.
0: Oh, uh, where's your grandpa, Mrs. Fox? Oh, uh, they had to go to town to get some
1: I have to wait here till they get back.
0: Well, I'm glad the Champ and I happened along. Oh,
1: so am I. Hey, I'll
0: tell you what, Susan. Uh, just give me your hand, and the three of us will ride to the top of that hill, and I'll show you where Melody Ranch is.
1: Oh, I'd like that. All right.
0: Up you come. Hey.
1: I've never been on a horse. Mm. Why doesn't
0: he go? Well, you'll have to tell him to go. Just say giddy up to him. Giddy up,
1: Champ!
0: <laughs> well, there it is, Susan. That's where Champion and I live. Oh, gosh, that's pretty. Mm hmm, sure is. Melody Ranch, Susan. Does
1: Santa Claus come to Melody Ranch,
0: Judy? Well, sure he does. Every year.
1: Oh, I wish Grandpa let him come to our house.
0: Maybe he will. Right now, though, we'd better get you back home.
1: Oh, well, let's go to your house instead.
0: Oh, some other time, Susan. Come on now. Tell Champion to take you home.
1: All right, Champion. Hurry up!
0: I took Susan back to her swinging gate and then headed home because I had an idea that Mark wouldn't like my taking Susan for a ride. Sure enough, I was right. That evening, right after dinner, she came calling on me. And from here on out, Audrey, I'll thank you not to come to my place no more. I'll raise Susan my way and I don't want no interference. All right, Mark. But I think it's a low-down shame that you're denying Susan a Christmas. Yeah? Well, that will be my worry and not yours. I'm okay. glad of that. I wouldn't have such a thing on my mind for all the money in the world. Well, you're cheating that child out of everything a kid has to live for. And one of these days, it's going to hit home to you. Wait and see. Well, it was only a few days until Christmas, and all the Melody Ranch gang was getting ready for Santa Claus. Decorating the place, putting up a tree in the front room and doing all the other things that helped to bring the true spirit of Christmas. Then came Christmas Eve. All of us were sitting around the fire, singing Christmas cows. Yes, sir. It was a real Christmas, Melody French. Just like I hope folks everywhere were having. Well, we've been singing for just about a half hour, I guess, when I heard the back door open. I thought perhaps it was some of the neighbors who had dropped by to visit So without disturbing anybody, I walked quietly back to the kitchen. Hmm. Bernie? How do you Huh? Why, Susan? What are you doing here? He's a catacly. Does your grandfather you're here?
1: No, I ran away. Well, you shouldn't have done that, honey. But
0: you told me that Santa Claus always
1: keeps to from the Ranch. I wanted to see if he doesn't
0: come to our house. Well, Susan, I suppose we'll have to make the most of it. But I'll have to take you back home in just a few minutes. First, we'll come on in and meet the folks. I want to see Florida. All right, honey. Let's see what we can do about it. Uh, all right, quiet, everybody, quiet. We got company. Hey, what do you know? Who's this, Jean? Boys and girls, this is Miss Susan. And Johnny. Oh. Susan especially wanted to see Santa Claus. Well, what? Oh, 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 I get it, Santa Claus. Sure. Uh, all right, Susan, I'll, I'll go out and look for him. He, he ought to be along any minute now. Here you are, Susan. Now, you just set up the fire and get warm while we're waiting for Santa Claus, huh? Well, I didn't know what to think. But I did know that when Mark Daniels discovered Susan was gone, well, there was no telling what would happen. In the meantime, Susan was right in the middle of things, having the time of her life. And when Johnny came in dressed in his Santa Claus outfit, her little eyes got as big as saucers. Well, Susan. What, would you like old Santa Claus to leave you?
1: Oh, I don't want anything, Mr. Santa Claus. I just want you to go
0: see my grandpa. Huh? Why do you want me to see your grandpa, honey? Because he doesn't believe you're real. Well, now, I don't know. Why, sure, he'll go see him, Susan. Won't you, Santa? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure I will. We'll show Grandpa what we, Susan. I'll tell you what, Santa. You have all the boys and girls sing a nice Christmas song for Susan. I have to run out to the bunkhouse for me. That's a good idea. All right, boys and girls, for Susan. to do was to ride over and tell Mark exactly what had happened. As I started out from the door, I heard a horse coming in fast. I was pretty sure who it would be. So I paused for a moment to see what would happen. Sure enough, Mark Daniels swung from his mouth and started around to the front door. But then, just as he passed the window, he stopped pushing. Looked in, started again, and then stopped. Then he walked back to the window looked in again. I stepped quietly up behind him and stood there watching his face and the light from the window. Minutes seemed to pass and then something came over Mark Daniels, something that I'd never seen before. I saw the hard features of his face slowly change and then, as he heard the boys and girls singing the songs of Christmas, he saw Susan sitting on Santa's knees. He saw the tree with presents all around. Mark was seeing and hearing of Christmas. Perhaps he was thinking of a Christmas not long ago, of his own daughter, Ellen. His eyes moistened, and he slowly turned. Hello, Mark. Huh? Oh. Oh, howdy, you I... How was this... Uh, trying... You've been worried about Susan, haven't you? Worried? I've almost gone crazy, Gene. I've called at every house around here. She's all I got left of my LNG. Yeah, I know what you mean. I've been a mean old cuss. I don't know how to make up for it. About <laughs> a moment ago when I stopped by at this window and looked in, well, something happened to me. I found something that I lost a long time ago, Gene. Yeah, I know, Mark. I'm glad you found it. Well, come on, let's go in, Cece. No, no, no. I don't want to spoil her Christmas, Jean. All right. You won't be spoiling it. You'll be helping it. Besides, it'll make her body proud to prove to you that there is really a thin cross. Yeah? All right. All right, let's go then. Good. Now you know what to do. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, you just just leave it to me, Jean. Hey, everybody! Have more company. Oh, Susan, my baby. And say, uh, who, who, who's this fellow? Santa Claus, see? And he's real. Well, now, uh, he sure is. Well, hello, hello there, Santa Claus. Uh, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. Uh, but Susan here tells me that uh, I never come to your house. Is that right? Well, Santa, I'll tell you. You see, for a long time, there ain't been any little kids at my place. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, now, now I'm never sure. But uh, but there is now.
1: I live there now. Can he come to see me, Grandpa?
0: Well, now, if he don't, I'll, I'll be mad at him. But right now, i, I got to get home and, and get ready for Santa Claus when he comes tonight. Now you're talking, Grandpa? Yes, sir, Susan.
1: I'll be at your house tonight. Oh, I'm so glad. But all I wanted was for Grandpa to believe in you. I didn't want anything else.
0: My little Susan. Bless your heart. Jean. Jean, will you bring Susan home after a while? Why, sure I will, Mark. Goodbye, honey. I'll see you a little later. Now, don't you worry. Everything will be ready for Santa Claus, you believe me. And Gene. Gene, would you... Would you walk outside with me? Sure, Mark. Be back in a minute, honey. Gene. You'll never know what... What this means to me. I don't know how to thank you. You don't owe me any thanks, Mark. Yeah, but you... it made me see and understand something that... Well, I've forgotten about it. All what? about it. No, it wasn't me, Mark. It was someone else. Huh? Who? Who do you mean? Well, when you're riding home, Mark, kind of uh, take a look up there where those stars are. He did a great thing for you tonight. And you might want to thank him. Merry Christmas, Mark. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Jane.
1: to all of you